Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, it's the birthday game and Pitchside Dave is back with his look at the world of grassroots football. We talk to a new club to Radio Newark Sports. That's a bit, that's quite exciting. And on a Thursday, we always find one of the big stories for these two to get the teeth into. So, let's get on with it. And, of course, there is only one big story of uh, the week when it comes to football, and that's Bulgaria. And we learn tonight that four Bulgarian fans arrested for subjecting the England players to racist abuse have been fined £1,000, which equates to 443 of our great British pounds, and been banned from sports events for two years. Wow-wee. But... I've got three questions to ask these two tonight because it's three questions I'm struggling with the answers for. One, should England have walked off? Two, are you UEFA in the slightest bit bothered about racial abuse or is it just paying lip service to a complaint? And three, should we even be complaining when quite clearly our own house is not in order? And race reboots takes place even in grassroots football. Have we the right to get on the moral high horse when it comes to what happened in Bulgaria? Three questions, boys. Shall we start with, should England have walked off? Um, no. I don't think they should have walked off. because no, because they won. Because basically, then the, the racists win either way. England uh, did the right thing by staying on and stuffing six goals past the idiots. Okay, David. Yeah, I, I agree with Tony. If um, if they'd have walked off the pitch, it would have made a stand and it would have made news. But nothing would have ha- nothing pro- probably more sinister would have happened, and it would have just they'd have dri- the the bob that were making the Nazi salutes and the racist chants would have just sat there in the pub afterwards, gloating about, well, aren't we clever? We've got the game stopped. The thing that worries me about teams walking off pitches. If you're two one down with ten minutes to go and you wear racial abuse, <laughs> yes. or is that me being cynical? Not at all. Not at all. Well, it will happen somewhere along because the because I think that the door is just being opened as wide as possible. Mm. If you start walking off, are you for bothered about racial abuse? I think that's reflected in the size of the fines. No, could give a damn. No, I don't think they are. I mean, if you look at FIFA a few years ago when there was a racist incident. Um, Incident, Set Blatter made the comment, oh, I was hoping we could solve this with a handshake. Well, mm. that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't solve anything, does it? It's, uh... no, it's, it's just absolutely staggering that we're having this conversation in what's left of 2019, very nearly 2020, and surely, you know, when we uh, managed to kick out slaves, you know, the, 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 the slave issue. We well, said slayed him in it. What's not the older done wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, so it, it, is, it is ancient history. I mean, good God. 
if you sat everybody, if you sat, I say this time and time again, if you if you sit down five different coloured people in a room and you give them each a pen knife and they all slice the finger, it would always, they don't have red blood. What the hell does colour matter these days? It's okay. ridiculous. I, I, I'm with you, Tony. It's, it's, it's not only ridiculous, I find it offensive we're actually, actually, actually having a discussion. That we have got to have the but discussion. We've got yeah. to have it. But okay, then. Let me, add the, let me add the third question to it, because this is the one that has got me worried. Should we get our own house in order first? Yes. Yeah, we don't boo the national anthem for a start, and then, because that's e- equally as disrespectful. We had this discussion at work the other day, <clears> and somebody <throat> said, yeah, but we're not, we're not picking on black people or whatever. And I thought, well, booing the national anthem is e- equally as disrespectful to the uh, the guy people in bulgaria there will be people in newark listening to this who will be saying why are they defending black people bloody ridiculous they're talking rubbish we've got to get our own house in order as a society before we start attaching it to a remotely to football I find it very... I, I, I come from Bradford, and I find the issue of race absolutely offensive, having lived side by side in my formative years with people of all different colours that I call mates. It's bloody ridiculous. I'm not really sure how to do it, though, because it, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I really don't. I know. mean, sadly, football's a vehicle for all the... Um, the sort of ills of um, the population, really, isn't it, at the moment? They, yeah. they, the idiots follow football. I mean, I wouldn't have thought that lot in Bulgaria knew what colour their own team was playing in. <laughs> no, That's how no. much bothered about football no. they was. Well, they all walked out at half-time, yes. didn't they, yeah. once <laughs> the captain had told them yeah. what he thought of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the worry about throwing Bulgaria out of competitions. The footballers of Bulgaria did nothing wrong. The captain went over to talk to them. OK, the manager and the president of Bulgaria had both gone deaf, but the captain, bless him, went over and tried to talk to him. Is it, so I'm, if you chuck Bulgaria out, you're penalising the players. And is it, is it just me and my sense of humour, or is the irony that all the blokes who there were, were protesting were, were, all, were wearing all black? You know, it's just absolutely numb nuts, isn't it? Yes, it, um, I have to agree with you, but it was a sad night for football. But let's be honest, everybody knew it was going to happen. Oh yeah, it was inevitable it was going to happen and uh, it promptly did happen (laughs) much the same as this is happening (laughs) (laughs) is Blue Peter allowed that's the first question yes (laughs) I haven't got many so it is shouldn't it be multiracial Peter (laughs) we played the birthday game on a Thursday night for 10 minutes it's just um, it's just a bit of fun we have because it uh, lets me find out how knowledgeable these two are the top of this they are all so so easy but the first one is one of my favouritest ever footballers Bobby Charlton 11th of October never heard of him well no it's it's basically he is football isn't he I mean if you went into darkest Africa and said to a tribesman who's Bobby Charlton he would know I mean everybody every single person even my mum who doesn't know anything about football has heard of Bobby Charlton you know I mean it's just he is universal. Was he any good, Dave, or is he just a nice guy? Uh, both. He was. He got one of the hardest shots ever, mm. hadn't he? Mm. I mean, he, he kept, obviously Jackie's well known. Who was probably the nastier element of well, the family. Th- there was three brothers, wasn't there? Two. Bobby and Jackie went into football. Then the brother. Yeah, I think it was from Ashington, yeah. weren't they? Which is another one-time powerhouse of football. Jack going into football. He played for Leeds. The, well, yes. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a long night. Yeah. He was, he, was, he was a great player. I mean, of course, he was involved in the Munich air disaster as well. He suffered yeah. fairly serious yeah, injuries yeah. as well. Yeah. 
and then not only the injuries, but but suffered great trauma as a as a result of the years. And um, it was it was very noticeable at the '68 uh, European Cup final that at the end of it, Bobby Charlton went to bed. Everybody else celebrated and went like crazy. Bobby Charlton oh, yes, went to bed yeah, and just that, yeah. got away from it all because the emotion got too much. And it wasn't the emotion of winning the European Cup. It was the emotion of what happened ten years previously. Yeah. I wonder how good Best Lauren Charlton would be in your team now. I, I, I know football's changed. I, I know all that. Well, the lightweight, the lightweight footballs they play with today in comparison, they'd have no problems leathering those around the pitch, <laughs> would they? I, I, th- I think anybody, a George Best would still give anybody a good, de- a uh, good run for the money today with the dribbling. I mean, I mean you, you can't really compare modern football because Bobby Charlton was good, but it was no Ben Hutchinson. Moving on. It didn't take him long to get the first <laughs> close-up reference in, did it? <laughs> um, the 12th of October, yeah. 1948. Rick Parfit. Oh, <laughs> status quo. There you go. Yeah, see, yeah. see, there's always a few Googlers in yeah, this one, yeah. and uh, and that's one. So tell me a bit, a bit about Rick Parfit. Well, we've got a music man nowadays, so... Uh, Rick uh, Parfit was a good one, wasn't he? <laughs> well, he was one of them. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, he was the one that looked like a rock god. The other one I, looked like your granddad. I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Status Quo, although I did oh. in, in the <clears> 80s go to their end of the road tour at Milton Keynes because everybody else I worked with mm. went to it. And then 25 years later, they were back on the road and I, uh, finishing again. As, as, as someone who uh, has known to strum a guitar, I admire anybody who can make a career out of three chords. Yeah. You're not trying to tell me you're an Ank Marvin. No, certainly not. <laughs> Although I have been called something similar. You have. 1952 <laughs> on the 12th of October. You'll like this one. Trevor Chappell. Trevor Chappell, Australian cricketer. Infamous for... Underarm bowling, bowling against New Zealand. Mm. I worked with a New Zealander and to this day, when a new member of staff came, I used to say, watch him over there, there's two things you can't say. One's Brexit and the other one is New, Ze- New Zealand and underarm bar- bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that just and he was, sums up in Australia. He was instructed by his brother Ian to perform the act. Yes, another one of these Australians doing as I'm told by uh, an older. Well, yeah, where, where have we seen that before? I, doubt that. I think we should sandpaper <laughs> over that. Yes, I think we probably ought to. <laughs> um, the thirteenth of October in 1941, John Snow. Oh yeah, he he. Uh, uh, was part of the uh, infamous scenes. Was it at the SCG where the crowds were throwing bottles onto the pitch and uh, John Snow went to stupidly went to confront them? <laughs> he had the he was obviously the England fast bowler, oh, yeah, yeah. but he had almost a ninety degree run, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, 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 there's a wonderful guy, um, Keith Kemp at RHP, who everybody down at Elm Avenue will have known and have, have loved Keith Kemp. And he did fantastic impersonations uh, of uh, bowlers' run-ups, and uh, his, his, his impersonation of uh, John Snow was absolutely priceless, and had everybody in stitches. Three more before we get to um, to the fo- football. The fourteenth of October, nineteen twenty-seven. Roger Moore. Uh, James Bond. Now, here's the argument. Was he the best? No. James Bond. You've had this before, Sean Connery. You, yeah, you, you go for Sean. I, I think mm. Roger Moore just took the out of it brilliantly. Yes. Yeah, he did. He it was a, quite, a, it was, it, it was quite a, almost a comic, comedic character, didn't he? When yes. He, mm. James Bond was, he was quite sort of slick and, mm. and, and the wink. Although I quite like the one that was James, uh, what's his name, Lazenby was in. He just did the one, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. 
I quite like Daniel Craig, I must admit. Daniel Craig does it very, very well. It does, but it's got... It's moved away from the Roger Moore era, which, yeah. I, which I find easier... easier it's become more easier serious, hasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's more serious but, now. But, but they're far better films for the, uh, for the connoisseur of, of films of that genre, rather than... In, in Roger Moore's day, it, it was hammed up, wasn't it? Oh, it was I know, but it was taken. brilliant. It, it, was, it was brilliantly hammed up, yeah. It was almost that. as brilliantly hammed up as a carry-on film, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, ne I never thought I was going to spend a night with Tony talking about films for the discerning gentleman. But, uh... <laughs> 1940, on October the 14th, we'll get, back to, we'll get back to sports stars eventually. 1940, on October the 14th, Harry Webb was born. Cliff Richard? You had to think. You were yes. a bit dubious, weren't yeah. you? Cliff Richard. Oh, I was thinking of the bloke who invented matches. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> is that your swan song, is it? <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Taxi! <laughs> it's no wonder we don't get paid for this. Talk to me about Cliff Richard. <laughs> well, he's still Harry going. He's, he's still Do going now, isn't he? Despite yeah. the B the uh, Yorkshire Police's attempts <laughs> to <laughs> stop him. Yeah. Tried to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and his uh, little dalliances with Sue Barker and singing to people yes. at Wimbledon. Um, yeah. Obviously, with the shadows in his early days. Yeah. He's just an English great, isn't he? He is, really, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, he's just... I mean, he's, you know, whether you like him or not, he's been constant. Anybody that's followed music over the last 50 or 60 years, mm -hmm. he's always been there. Yeah. 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 And uh, that um, Summer Holiday was a great film. It was! Because yeah. I would love to go on a double-decker bus and sleep upstairs on holiday. It'd be brilliant. Tony, we would love you to go on a double-decker bus. <laughs> <laughs> the whole of Newark would love you to go on a double-decker bus. In fact, should we start at Just Giving Page now? Trust me, they would. They want me on a bus, they want me under a bus. I walked around the football last night and he says, is Tony here? And I got this six or seven times. And I said, no. And of course, the cheer that went round the yeah, ground was nearly as loud as the goal. Than the last, yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last one. Nineteen sixty. Steve Cram. Funny we had Steve over it last week. Yeah. Steve Cram. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> at the time, he was a great runner, but I met him at, when he became a reporter on athletics, and he was an absolute and is an absolutely charming bloke and can't do enough for you. Lovely, lovely man. One person that we'd lost, um, it is a sports show, trust me, it is a sports show, you wouldn't think so. Um, one person that we lost on, on the 14th of October 2016, and if you watch the television programmes that I watch, you, you certainly will miss her, Jean Alexander. Did she play the school, the school teachers? Have I got you beat? Have I got both of you beat? She curly hair and curlers, was she? Have I got you beat? Come on, you've got yeah, one more guess at it. You got me stumped. Right? She's in Lust of the Summer Wine? Yes. Yes. Oh, Who no. was she? Nora Batter? No. No. Um, <laughs> the, Compo. Oh, no, the one that lived up the stairs. Um, no, that was no. Nora Batty. No, the what? Was she the wife of the guy with. The, no. Owned the. No, you'll be. I've won. Okay, very good. She owned a shop. Oh. The cafe. No. No. Oh. oh. Second hand, second hand clothes, porn shop, so to speak. And porn shop. Not that sort of porn <laughs> shop. <laughs> Auntie Wainwright. Oh, but yes. Before yeah. she was Auntie Wainwright, she was Hilda Ogden. Oh, of course. In so. Corrie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't say no, yes. Now you're miles behind the time. I've yeah. won. I got that one. I don't get many, but I'm having, yeah. I'm having that one. Time for this. Another piece of music. Pitchside Dave's Guide to Grassroots Football. 
in East Nottinghamshire and West Lincolnshire. When we're down at Lowfields, great win for um, the uh, flow server against Heather St John's, top of the league. Who were top of the league? We'll talk about who they've got in the next round, perhaps a bit later. We will. He won't. He won't. No. And then on Tuesday night, obviously, Flowserve went to Mans- Mansfield Hosiery Mills and a predictable 9-1 win. Can, not- can I stop you? It took you 30 seconds to achieve something I haven't done in four He's years. He's out the studio. He's gone! Yes, OK, moving on. OK, uh, Saturday afternoon, Newark Town, um, we're also at home, um, got a one-all one draw against Retford, who were fourth. Um, Lewis Chambers on target with his sixth consecutive uh, goal running for six games. Uh, quite interesting, the visiting manager was sent off for abusive language, which is a first for uh, I've seen for a long time at that level. Even more interesting, is he, did, he, I mean, did he, he, I mean, he didn't go. Uh, no, he went and stood with the supporters till half-time until uh, it was pointed out that he'd have to go and stand behind the fence on oh, the right. footpath behind. He did so he did in the second half, right. yeah, and he did okay. apologise, actually, to the referee after yeah. the game. But, uh, yeah, obviously, he'd, it, there were, the language was It's quite, the new rule, though, isn't it? It um, is, yes. It, it, the referee goes over there and says, who said that? Um, yeah. And if everybody says, well, no, you take the manager gets well, the Well, that's right. I, I was stood on the other side at the time and we heard the comment and there were two um, Retford fans and they, they said, oh, that's the manager. But by the time I got round the other side, some the other guy said, no, it wasn't. But they conceded if nobody else would fess up to doing it, it the manager's responsible for what goes on. See, this is where one of the lesser important people could have taken a hit. Should take the hit. And that's another story, which is fairly local, but I'm not going into. No. So, uh, yeah, Newark's still uh, top. Um, no, not a great deal uh, going on uh, for Dinnington, so they didn't play. So uh, they've now got a game in hand, and they are only three points behind. Newark have got a little bit of a gap now before they've got a league game. Last night, we were down at um, the YMCA to watch uh, Newark beat Clifton All-Whites 2-2 in the uh, Not Senior Cup. Um, Aaron Martin got man of the match. Now, depending on who you uh, talk to, Aaron Martin also got the second goal. It was listed on one side as an own goal. The other said it was Aaron Martin. Mm, and that jo- was an own goal. An own goal. Well, that was yeah. an own goal. Uh, George Aspin scored in the first half for well, 10 Well, I don't well. do own goals. Uh, when I was secretary of Newark, no. it just makes a mess of your piece of paper. So, yeah, Aaron, so Martin Aaron Martin, Martin scored, If yeah. I was secretary, Aaron Martin would have got it. And sadly, he's off to the Falklands now for six months, so uh, we'll be missing him for a short that while. That is a big loss for Newark Town. It is. I mean, he was um, marauding what? from defence, sort of... Um, it was scaring, sort of, the proverbial out of most of the teams this what, season what, he's played against. What you actually omitted to say is um, you beat them on penalties. Beat them on penalties, yeah. We sat and watched the penalties, and uh, there was not a save had to be made by either Funny keeper. penalties? What? I mean, no, no, what funny penalties? Let me get it right. The first seven penalties was brilliant penalties, and the keeper went. Both keepers went the wrong way every single time, yes. despite the fact that those given each other copious amounts of banter about their ability to save penalties, which was quite funny. Wasn't both it? of them was going in the wrong direction every single time, which was yeah. amusing to say the least. And then yeah. Clifton decided to aim for the. Well, I um, thought, I thought, I thought the first one they missed was go, was going to go over the fence onto the mm. swimming pool, but uh, so we'll wait and see who pops up in the next round. But a bit of excitement, another instant where uh, Step 7 siders tri- uh, triumphed over uh, a higher higher club. Now, Collingham, unfortunately, Saturday afternoon had a 3-0 um, defeat at home to Staveley Miners Welfare. Um, they're 12th in the league, and uh, things didn't get better for them in midweek either. They went to Dunkirk and lost 6-1. Uh, again, high against higher league opposition, uh, George Hyde got the goal for the Villagers. 
Uh, going into United Counties Division 1, Harrowby uh, beat Bourne Town 3-0 in the local derby. Uh, goals from Tom Figura in the first half. Jake Scholler got two in the second half. And he particularly liked, would enjoy that because he is a, an ex-Bourne player, although he wasn't there for very long. <coughs> that win takes the Arrows up to sixth place. Over at the Mears on Saturday afternoon, Grantham Town got a two-all draw against Hyde United. So the uh, rot of the defeats has, has stopped somewhat. 305 in attendance, saw Craig Westcar um, score on 15 and 89 minutes, so it was a little bit close to get getting the draw towards the end. They're 11th place, 17 points from 13 games. Uh, Southwell City were over at Attenborough, where they got a 2-2 two, two draw. Uh, that was in the NSL Premier. An own goal and Callum Law on target for uh, uh, Southwell. The reporter heard that City min- uh, missed plenty of chances and uh, all goals occurred in the second half. City took the lead twice, but they're now fifth in the table. So doing reasonably well, keeping keeping a steady ship at the moment. As Lockton in the uh, Notts uh, Senior League, um, they beat FC Cavaliers 1-0. Uh, a cracking goal by all accounts from Reese Sugars on 25 minutes. Uh, plenty of effort from the uh, Cranmers in a hard, in a hard one game. That win takes them up to 11th. Curtin Brickworks in Division 1 of the uh, Nottingham Senior League beats Bridgeford United at home 3-2. On target were Jamie Charlton and Craig Prane with a brace. That takes Curtin to 6 and I asked um, Matt last night, uh, did you have a man of the match? And he said, yes, Jack Salmon, who's from Newark, making um, his full debut, said his description was he was class. So uh, a name to look out for there by all accounts. Leaps into action. He does, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's so bad that Tony's not coming back into the studio. Uh, exactly. Yet. Anything to keep him out. Yeah. Highcombe Town win the Challenge Cup. Uh, they beat uh, Nettleham 3 0. Attendance there was 39. All goals in the second half Jake Park, Kieran Helsdown, Chris Funnell, and a familiar name got man of the match, Sid Costa. Lincoln Moorlands Railway, um, also in the Lynx Premier, beat Louth Town 4 0 away from home. Josh Raby with two, Jess Anderson, Robbie Smith. And man of the match was Josh Martin. Railway a third, and the uh, press officer from the club has been in touch, so we'll be talking to them in the near future and see how things are going at the railway. Now, Bingham Town um, were in NSL Premier action against Calverton Miners' welfare over at Calverton, and they won 1-0. So they're still churning away and putting some good results out. Tom Spencer on target in what was described as a scrappy game. game. Great game, game. Yes, absolutely. They top the league. They're 22 points from uh, from nine games, and they've got a ga- game in hand on the second place Dunkirk. Now, the which we'll talk a little bit more at length about this on uh, Tuesday night. They went up to Step Six Retford and came away with a, t- a three-two win, which I think is absolutely. I mean, uh, that that awful. is that's the result of. Oh, it's the result all, of the week. All your everything that yeah. that, that you know, I don't suppose he'll agree with it here, but no, that. That is the result of the week by, by by a country mile. Absolutely. I mean, as we've said previously, they have been scoring for fun, although they've calmed it down in the last couple of weeks, but they've still been winning. Uh, goals from Sweeting, Spencer and Cox. Uh, 86 up at the rail to watch that game. That's poor. It is. Um, they probably Redford thought um, yeah, it's it was, lesser it, opposition. It, it, it was easy pickings. Yeah, yeah. Per- perhaps. I don't know. Lincoln United were in Northern Premier uh, South East Division action where they beat uh, Loughborough Dynamo 4-1 at home. The previous week, at the reverse fixture over at uh, Loughborough, they'd lost 
So uh, how things change in a week. Goals from Callum Smith, Danny North, Mark Gray and Noel Burdett, who was, uh, for your view, Tony, it was 90 plus three when he scored. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're on in 11th place, 15 points from 11 games. Uh, Sleaford Town, unfortunately, still prop up their division, having had no game on Saturday. Cleethorpe's Town were in FA Trophy action and they bowed out uh, 4-2 at Mosley. Goals from Lewis Con- uh, Collins, Joshua Batty. In the league, they're still third, 22 points from 10. And finally, for the round-up, Bourne Town, as you've already heard, were away at Harrowby, uh, where they lost 3-0. 18th, six points from nine games. Sam and Dor's first defeat, isn't it? As it Bourne is, because they had actually got a nice win the week before yeah. at, at Rawns. And, uh, I, I think, think Harrowby... Har- Har- I mean, it's, it's interesting, sort of quickly bisecting those a little bit. Uh, Harrowby's definitely on a... A good run at the moment. Oh yes, yeah. Grantham, I don't know, but almost seem to have a different side midweek to what they have at the weekend because the last two midweek games is nil four, nil seven. Yes, yet at the weekend they seem to produce a decent result. So yeah, I, I, mean, I, I don't know it, mate. It, it's know. strange with Grantham because I don't know whether you noticed Buxton having beat them seven nil midweek got beaten Not themselves seven nil by FC United. Yeah, so uh, who Gran- Grantham yeah. managed to beat earlier in the season? Damo told us that. He thought it was a point gained against Retford last Saturday, but I'm sure if you talk to Venny, he would tell you that it was two points dropped by Southall at Attenborough. I think so, yes. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't have expected to drop points there. That was, a, I think, a poor result for Southall. Uh, Southall won, didn't they? No, they drew two all at Attenborough. Two all, sorry, yes, two points dropped rather I than I listen one. to you, yeah. Dave. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Every no, word right. that you say I listen to. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> and it's been taken down in evidence to be used against yes, it me. Has. Yes, excellent. Certainly. <laughs> right, one of the teams you mentioned is Bingham Town, and Bingham Town uh, we've um, not really mentioned in the past until you've come to, to, to see us and reminded us just um, what sort of a role they're on. So we thought we back time we caught up with uh, the good people of um, Bingham and um, found out a little bit more about the football club and what they're expecting to do. So David Ingham is hopefully waiting on the end of the telephone straight after this. Certainly one of the form teams this season and um, last year they was runners-up in the Not Senior League so they're carrying on their good form. It is Bingham Town so it's a uh, Long overdue that we find out a little bit more about um, the club on the um, western edge of our district. Um, David Ingham joins us. David, welcome to Radio New York Sport. Yeah, good evening. Good evening. David, wh- wh- what do you do at Bingham Town? Let's have your title. <laughs> um, sort of dog's body. Oh, that's the... Sp- every, every club has to have one every of them. Every club has a dog's body, they, yeah. they, they, they most certainly do. Um, top of the Not Senior League. Beat a step six side at Retford in the County Cup in the week. Scoring goals for fun. Life's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're um, we're doing all right actually. I mean, Tuesday night was um, it was a bit of a free hit for us really because we didn't know what to expect from Retford. Um, we obviously looked at the league table, saw where they sit and whatever. But we've been playing really well, so we went into the game with a lot of confidence, um, and I think we surprised them. Um, and to be honest with you, on the night we, we were the better side and we deserved to win. It, it, I mean, it is the it is the standout result by by a country mile. Oh, absolutely! Um, I, I was watching the Twitter feeds on Groundhop. Um, you know, people that go to non-league games, even further away, it was being commented on by people down in Devon as well that they were watching that result and uh, all power to your elbow. And the other thing was, we noticed from the official tweets from the club, you weren't gloating about it. You 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 were obviously really really pleased, but you you weren't taking it for granted. Well, we, we, we don't sort of brag when we win. Um, 
I think it was just it, it was just a culmination of a good start to the season. And like I say, it was a free hit. We didn't know what to expect. Um, we went there. We're playing with a lot of confidence at the moment. Um, it, it also helps when you've got very talented footballers, and we've got some really, really good players um, in, in the club. Um, and at the moment, we're just we're just in, in a good place. Um, um, being coached well by Chris North, who's also sort of picking the team. Uh, very much an emphasis on on fitness uh, and and togetherness, and um, yeah, it was a really good performance. And and Redford were a decent side. Um, um, apparently, they had a few uh, injuries on the night, but we we just played some really good football. And like I say, I think we totally deserved to win. I mean, this is far from a flash in the pan because I've already said you're sitting top of the not senior league. You finished runners up there last season and fourth the season before. So this team that you've got there is obviously gelled gelled together to make a, a formidable outfit but in the world of grassroots football these days it's all about um going up the um pyramid climbing this ladder isn't it um yeah. where do bingham town stand on that one that's a tough one because um whilst we have i don't know whether you've ever been to facilities i have several times yeah that is Dave, I'm, I don't know if you're moving about, mate, but we are losing you. Uh, okay. Um, just, hang, hang, just hang off the ceiling or something. <laughs> well, I haven't moved, so... That's better, now? you're back again. Right. So the club's spending a lot of money on equipment um, to, so that we can maintain our own pitches, and that's not just the seniors, that's the, the, the youth team as well. It's a tough one because we don't have floodlights, um, uh, and because we play on a, um, a, a parks pitch, if you like... Um, the, the next step would be to get the floodlights and then move from there. But at the moment, um, that's probably a couple of years away. So we're, we're, we're sort of in that sort of halfway house of we, we would probably like to move on, but, but at the moment we're quite happy playing in the NSL. But the club is is building within their means to those um, those floodlights. Oh yes, right. I mean the so, world seems to revolve around a club that's got to have floodlights in this yeah, day and age. Well, I, I, I mean, you know. I mean the worry the worry is that the, the, well the rumour was wasn't it that Step Seven clubs had to have floodlights, um, otherwise they, they, they weren't able to compete. And apparently that's that's been put back a couple uh, of years. But yeah, I mean I, I cannot see the sense in in, in that. I I, no, I really can't because I mean it would wipe out half the NSL Premier sides. Yes, I mean teams like Wollerton who've been around for years don't have floodlights mm. and nor do I Stapleford who won the league last year yeah. don't have floodlights at the mm. minute so yeah it, it, it was a worry to us um, but I, I think it will be achieved I mean we, we, we we're partially lighted anyway um, we only need one more set of floodlights and we could play under the, under the lights but at the moment our concentration and emphasis is um, we set ourselves a target this year of winning the league um, and, and that's what we're striving to do. Uh, a couple of the um, star names, then, because uh, it, it's not just done um, by nobodies. There's, there's obviously some cracking good footballers in that team of yours. Yeah, we've got um, what we've got is uh, is a really good mix of youth and experience. I mean, on Tuesday night, um, our two centre halves were 35 and 37, um, and we have a 16 year old lad playing on the left wing. Um, wow. But we do have some very good footballers. Um, we've got a very good spine. We've got an excellent keeper, Harry Haywood. 
Um, like I say, we're good at the back. Midfield's good. Tom Spencer, who plays in our midfield, I, I personally think is one of the best five players in the NSL, um, if not one of these best players. And we've got two very, very good lads up front. Well, I think it's, um, we're going to send our... Um grassroots expert out to have a look at you at some stage in, uh, in oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I go to Bingham three yeah. or four times a right, season so we, so. Uh, Dave will come and see it. Uh, and Dave thanks for joining us and uh, if we may we'll um, now we've got your phone number there'll be no escape um, and <laughs> no, we'll ca- I, don't, I don't mind you calling me what we don't want is too much publicity so we don't want like new at flow surf coming and poaching off players <laughs> <laughs> we, we did send Tony out the studio for a while. Yeah, we, we, we sent the first third rep away there. But uh, <laughs> and if you notice when I read your score as I didn't give you, I didn't give the first names. Uh, that is the pro- that that is the problem, Dave. It's um, the more successful you are, the more yeah. people come and watch you, the more. Um, yeah, and bear um, in mind that bear in mind that the lads play pay us to play, not the other way around at the moment. Oh, you you do it the correct way, mate. Yeah, a lot long may that last for you. Well, I mean, the, the, the team predominantly, and, and, and that includes the reserve squad as well and the whole squad, uh, are mainly made up of Bingham lads and from the surrounding villages. Um, a lot of them went to school together. A lot of them have come through the youth setup. Uh, and really, th- this start to the season, last year's runners-up, the year before when we got to the Knotts Intermediate Cup final, has been a culmination of four or five, well, six or seven years of building towards this. Um, and we don't really want to... We don't want to bring in lads from the outside at the moment if we can help it. Quite right too. You've got uh, you've got what um, I think step seven football should be a, gr- a group of mates together enjoying themselves oh, and giving you three quid each week for the privilege of doing it. Three fifty inflation. They're getting their value for money then. <laughs> we put the uh, we have to put the subs up this year to, to, to cater for the extra laundry costs. <laughs> good lads Dave thank you so much we'll catch up with you again in a three or four week time yeah feel free no worries thank you so much thank you okay, bye bye thanks, thanks a lot bye Dave Bingham there at um, at Bingham Town and that was a uh, almost a throwback wasn't it it is the certainly you said the togetherness you, you certainly feel that when you go in there uh, the last time I went I realised I hadn't got one of the pin badges and I sort of said have you got one and uh, I think we have got some new stuff I don't know whether somebody actually drove home to get them yeah, you know that's, how, that, that's what it's all about. You can't have many two Yorkshire lads in the squad at three pound fifty subs. <laughs> well, that's why it's such a good team, then, isn't it? <laughs> it was the oh, the shot. the first round of, of the FA Vars. Yes, last <coughs> weekend. Um, although, in theory, it's probably the third round for most people. It's it a, is a yes. peculiar way the FA have do it but i don't suppose i'd expect any it's, it's, it's called it's called a first round proper yeah, yeah. It's, why don't they just you know yeah. I, I, you know and it's and it's the draw was somewhat loaded in favor of the southern teams as was the the draw for the second because round. even the two preliminary rounds okay i can understand that but you've got more teams coming in in the second round yeah 26 more came in this so last draw. that why is that not the third preliminary round? i don't know no. it's, it's just the fa stupid way of doing it <laughs> but whatever there was um I, I I like the Vars because it, it involves teams that I think are proper football teams. Oh, some than, famous names in there, aren't they? Rather than you get to the high and mighty that you get to when you get to the FA Cup, who are not bothered about it in the first place. Um, I've chosen um, a smattering of results, which I think people may be interested in, and I've got no doubt so have you. Yeah, um, well, 
the first one I, I jumped out, I guess you picked on, was Jero lost to Vauxhall Motors. Yes. Yeah, one of the big two, names. Two famous non-league names, really. Vauxhall Motors, especially yeah, yes. a famous non-league name. Yeah, um, big, both big teams in their own way. And I, I don't know what the attendance was there, but I did hear a rumour that there was several VARs um, matches where, where there were some reasonable crowds out there. I've got the highest VARs attendance listed here, and sorry, Newark, but you've been put yeah. to shame. Was it 909, was it? And that was over two games. It's ah, okay. 689. Where was that? For a little tan, a quarter of the size of Newark. So, Newark, you've got a lot of work to do mm. yet, folks. Okay. Come well, back to that in a minute. Okay. Um, we spoke last week of about West Allotment Celtic, who sadly lost 4-2 over at Bottisford. That's the Scunthorpe Scunthorpe Bottisford, yes. People get that round. Yeah, I do actually know somebody that trundled down to Bottisford uh, just down the road from here one Wednesday night (laughs) was looking for the football ground. He said, there's quite a good game. They're playing, uh, I think it was Pontefract or somebody like that. And Really? And then we told him the following morning he wasn't too impressed. Seaham Red Star lost 3-1 to... Can we go back to that? Where do West Allotment Celtic come from? Um, They're north of Hartlepool, aren't they, towards um, towards Middlesbrough? It is, it is. (laughs) I've got an even better one for a a little while. Um, We mentioned Thornaby and Billingham Town, which was um, a real uh, Teesside derby. That ended up 4-0 in the favour of Thornaby. Yeah, it wasn't as close as we expected, was it? No. No. Um, now, a long, Longridge Town went uh, from the west side of the uh, Pennines, trundled over to another great name of uh, North East football, Crook Town and 1-4-2. Mm. Paddyham lost uh, one, uh, 1-0 to Bishop Auckland. That's another big name. Mm. Abbey Hay lost 5-0 to Barnoldswick Town. Grimsby Borough um, proceed on after a 4-0 win against Hemsworth. Leicester Road uh, lost 2-1 to Walsall Wood, team you're familiar with, after extra time. Hormond lost 3-1 at home to Loughborough University. South Normanton go out. They lost 2 0 to Holbeach. No. South yeah. Normanton beat Holbeach 2 0. The FA site got it. Did they? Oh, there well, they... was pandemonium at um, Monday lunchtime when Holbeach was coming out of the at and ah. South Normanton had, be- had beaten them. Uh, either somebody rang the resort in wrong or whatever, but. That's happened before this season with South Normanton's results. Well, whatever, South Normanton actually won the game and oh. they are in the next round. Brilliant, right. Kimberley Miners Welfare, Neil Sherwood Collins. That's two I've got on him tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going on to the full time changing yeah. the results. That's, that's, so far, that's South Normanton Athletic and Hilda Ogden. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> now, um, that's a good win for Sherwood Collins. I think Sherwood Collins should have won at Kimberley. I think that was a result that I'd, I'd expect. Yes. Four nil's a good result. Yes, yeah, four four's yeah, more than the... Yeah. It rubs it in, doesn't it, when you're in the bragging rights. Brackley Town Saints 2, West Bridgeford 3. That was 2-0... Uh, sorry, 2-2 at uh, the end of 90 minutes. Went to extra time. That a was great a result, cracking so. result for West Bridgeford. West Bridgeford step six, East Midlands County. Flosive played there last season. Rather famously lost the second-to-last game yeah, of the season. Yeah, yeah. There, when if they'd won the last two games, it would have been... Champions and deservedly lost, to be honest, because yeah. West Bridge would deserve yeah. to win that game. Um, it was like the, the thing that I noticed about West Bridgeford, both in rugby and in football, it's like playing the land of the giants. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> they're all seven foot tall, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all but they are very, very big side. Sink in the water at West Bridgeford, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Heena nil, Boldmere, Boldmere, St. Michael's one. Pinchbeck nil, Worcester City three. So uh, Worcester mm. still proceeding mm-hmm. through the cup. AFC Mansfield two, Hanley one. Dunkirk beat Hucknall Town 2 1, so that's another local game with a bit of steel in it. Mm. Racing Club, Club Warwick 2, Long Eaton 3. That's another um, 
one you're used to. Now, Claycross Town, who knew it go to on Tuesday night, they beat Cottesmore Amateurs 3 1 in front of 220. So, uh, Are they the last se- step seven team standing then? I think there's one other. I'll have to have a look down the list, but uh, there, there aren't ma- there aren't many there now. But there's certainly down south there will be because there's still quite a lot of uh, dr- teams. There probably are more step seven. I'll have to have a look. Um, it's an, it's an excellent effort from Clay Cross, isn't it? it I is. know they got the look of the draw with Cottage Morning at to be a step seven, and that's the cup's all about the look of the draw. I know yes. that, but it, it, it is a cracking effort. Yeah, I mean them. they had put a step six side out the uh, yes the, the yeah. round before, yeah. so it was good stuff. Uh, Barrow Town lost two uh, one at home to Congleton. Quorn, five, Roaster, three. So there was a bit of uh, exhibition of defending going on there. Now, the team that I suspect might break this, we were talking about this last night, might break the northeast um, or southeast domination of the Vars. Norwich United beat Peterborough, Northern Star, 4-1. I've just got a sneaking feeling Norwich are going to sneak, sneak it this year, but uh, we'll see. Uh, then, while we're looking at things over in the uh, east, another high-scoring game, Roxham, six, Baldock Town, two. Roxham are a decent side as well. They are. And they're not run by Roy's of Roxham, which is a strange because just about everything else in that town is. You see, after this next round, and if Flosev can overcome their opposition, let's have a day out in Norfolk or Suffolk yes. or up north. Well, or yeah. After the third round, it's no longer regional, is it's it? It's the third it's round, is it? It's, yeah. yeah. It's, That's when it gets fun. Yeah. Basically, um, if we get through, we've got another regional round in right. the third. Yeah, and okay. then in the fourth, it goes... Anybody's yeah. right. So. Okay. Um, right. One more, Dave, and then we've got to move on. Okay. Brilliant name here. Malmesbury Victoria three. Roman Glass St George five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looking both of you in Nancy, you'd love that one, wouldn't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Give us an R. <laughs> uh, I've got one from where I go on holiday in Cornwall. Um, it's a little town at the head of the Lizard Peninsula called Helston. Uh, it's about the size of Boulderton. Um, they've got themselves into um, step six football. And uh, they played Falmouth, and Falmouth actually beat them 5-1 in front of 689 people. It's tremendous. Which was, you know, that that's the applause. We, we say, how well we do in Newark. To get 689 at that place is one yeah. heck of a performance. Mm-hmm. It really is. And then on the, on, on, on the Monday after the game, they probably got drawn against each other in the Cornwall Senior Cup. <laughs> 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 They'll be making friends. Uh, the draw was made... Um, on monday i've picked out five which i thought was worth a mention um dave how many have you picked out well there's a lot but there's too many to go through so you go with yours first um up north because i always like me northeast bishop auckland against west auckland yeah i, I saw that one yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it was second out second match drawn as well strikes me as fun yeah um locally dunkirk are going to worcester Yes, saw that one. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay Cross are playing at Sherwood Colliery. I'm sure Sherwood Colliery's going to have too much to Clay Cross. I would think so on this I'm occasion. I'm sure they are. I think that'd be lucky to finish seven aside, wouldn't it? <laughs> the Land of the Giants at Westbridge for at home to Hina. Yeah. And Falmouth, for their wonderful exploits in beating Helston, are at home to Long Levens. Long Levens are a football club ten miles north of Gloucester. <laughs> wow. You've got a day out there. That wasn't the club that Stuart Pearce turned out for a couple of seasons ago. I'm not sure, but uh, when I looked at Gloucester, okay, the best of luck to you there. What have you got that's um, taken your eye? Well, I was just looking down down the list. Um, you Hebden Town against Sunderland RCA. That's the club that I hope that if you do get round to the fourth round, I, that's one I'd fancy going to, Sunderland RCA. It's a club I've You're not been to You're on the coast for that one. Oh, absolutely. Right. Um, also looking down, Newcastle Benfield against Gisborough. 
that, we know Love Lost at that one. It's close did, as well, isn't it? It is. I went to that a few years ago in the league and it was, um, <laughs> it was, it was exciting to say the least. Um, <laughs> AFC Mansfield are going to Long Buckby, so that's a trip to Northampton for them. Um, there's quite a few Sporting Cows are play Corn. That's going to be another tasty affair. Mm. Mm, um, it is indeed. Yeah. Norwich United are playing at Kirkby, sorry, Kirkley and Pakefield. I'm going to have to look out where they are. Because Pakefield of, is just south of Lowestoft. That's also it's uh, at Eastern. Yeah, uh, yeah. fair. But yeah, there's some, exci- there's some exciting. Um, so let's things. get round to Flow Serve. I'll see I'll see Lonely Salk all week. Um, <laughs> they're going, I, to, going to rugby. The rugby's coming to Flow Serve. Mm. I, I saw the second half of the match and fully enjoyed it, despite the linesman. Uh, fully and <laughs> fully enjoyed it. Um, and it was one of those games that if I'd walked away afterwards and I got back home and Sharon says, "What was the score?" I would have said, "Here was St John's one." 2-1 and they just about deserved it Flow serve 1-2-1 and they just about deserved it there was nothing no, no absolutely nothing to choose between them and they've got extra time written all over it well the one thing they had to choose between them is the guy who's already got a mention tonight uh, former Celtic striker um, but but basically yeah I mean um, Flow serve went to Starport Swifts and if they were still playing now we wouldn't have scored and um, it wasn't so much a, a a victory in the FA Vars, it was a reaction that was really, really needed because Flo served, as it says in the programme notes with Craig Roach on Saturday against Romulus, it was a reaction that the team really needed if they're going to go any further forward and it's a platform that they hope to be building to their success upon. I think, And it was a great result. I think there remains, in my eyes one big unanswered question with flow save this season at home i think they can hold their own against anybody yeah i'm yet to be convinced they can do it on the road they haven't been on the road enough yet to to, to answer that one but i'm afraid the starport performance was didn't they bet at mansfield hosiery mills on tuesday yeah that's not no disrespect to mansfield (laughs) us three could have turned out not quite the same um but only, you know, we were only time is going to tell that one. Yes, because they haven't had enough away games yet to. It's interesting you should say that it. because it's the only Starport where they've lost because uh, they've had uh, a cracking away record. In fact, their away record is uh, stronger than yeah. Played one one one. The home record. No, they've uh, they've, they've, they've won 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 how many away games have they had? They've had five away games in the league. In no, the, one in so, one in the league, two, two in the league, and you lost one one one, didn't you? Yeah. Light so on and they've got to me. They've got to. You've got if you're going to do anything, you've got to go to the starports this world and come back with three points. Well, yeah, that's you know it's winning, mm. winning dirty. Mm. Liverpool at the moment are, are going to places and coming away with a victory. Anyway, that's t- time will tell that 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 one. Um, but Saturday's performance was a joy to watch. Yeah, it's certainly, uh, and from both from both teams because it was right you have a go then we'll have a go then you have a go and we'll have a go and 10 minutes before ben hutchinson scored the goal um one of their blokes hit it from about 30 yards and slow save keeper was off his line it hit the inside of the post and basically rolled around the front of the goal and that didn't it mm. that yeah. it was millimeters off being 2-1 to them and i can't wait for the next for the two league matches because if the two league yeah. matches are anything like that 
Yeah. Go and watch it, folks. It's going to be a very interesting game on Saturday at home to Romulus because the Heather St. John's manager left for Romulus and took half the successful Heather team with him, so it'll be a very interesting game well, they, they, Anyway, um, close over at home to Rugby Town, as we've said here on a very famous name, um, languishing halfway down... The um, step United, five of the United Counties, which Premier is a league yeah. that we all expected Flow so to be playing in. Yeah, I still don't understand why the FA didn't. Put no, them I don't think the FA understands it either. But no, um, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, to see that one, and we've got to wait until November the fourth for that game to happen to find out. And as uh, an, any manager will tell November you, November the second. November the second is it? Mm. As are you sure it's not the third? November the seventh. Sure, it's not the third. No, you sure it's not the third? Because November the 5th is a Monday night, isn't it? No. Okay, right. Um, what's on this weekend then, Dave, football-wise? Well, we're going out to buy you a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> what's on... What's, okay. What have you got for right, us this weekend? Right, have entertained uh, Romulus, so that's a, that's fourth against eighth. Uh, Romulus beat Tividale 3-0 at home last week. Um, if the Flowserve uh, crowd are as noisy as they certainly were on Saturday, Romulus are going to be in for a shock because they had 50 for their last home game. Formed in 1979, they finished 17th last season, having spent the previous six or seven st- seasons at Step 7 so in the Northern Premier South, so they're perhaps falling on slightly high, uh, harder times at the moment. Newark Town have no game Saturday. Uh, Tuesday night, they're away at uh, Clay Cross in the League Cup, so that's going to be a very, very hard game. Should be a good one to watch. Both teams head their respective divisions. So uh, This, I'm, I'm just in- interrupt. There's a worrying trend in the Knotts Senior League and the Knotts and the Central Midlands now with a massive shortage of referees, isn't they? Southall are playing Monday night instead of Saturday. Yes. Newark Town are not playing on a Saturday and they're playing on a Tuesday night. We'll talk about this when we've got more time, but that's yeah. getting I worrying. mean, watching the mail this week, the Newark game was, first it was Tuesday, then it was Saturday, and then it was Tuesday again, so... Uh, yeah, well, that, uh, don't, that don't surprise them with the Central Midlands, either. No, never mind. Uh, Collingham, they're in the League um, Cup on Saturday. They're at home to Long Eaton United Community, which I think is probably the reserve side, effectively, for Long Eaton. Did Collingham only have 21 on Saturday? Uh, that was the week before when I went. We had counted 22 there. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the advertiser. That, that was, that was really Somebody fun. has to. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Uh, right, Harrowby United. They're in United <laughs> Counties Division 1 action. They're home to St Andrews. That's a six against fourth, so that should be a, another interesting game uh, down at the Lawns. Grantham, Northern Premier League. They're away to South Shields, so that's first against 11th. <laughs> Given what's gone on before, you think that's going to be a one-way whitewash? Uh, I'm sure that's going to be a one-way. However, the best, the, of, the best of luck yeah. to Grantham. Knowing the gingerbreads, though, it wouldn't yeah, surprise me if they wouldn't. come back with sneaking that one. And there'll be a 1,000-plus watching it as well, won't they? Oh, probably probably put another 500 on yeah, that, maybe. Yeah. 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 Right, um, as you've already said, Southwell City, uh, Monday night, Northern... Uh, start again, not Senior League against Aslockton, fifth against 11th. So, uh, again, with Aslockton, you never know what they're going to do, so that could be another uh, cracking night out on Monday night. Curtain Brickworks, they're at home to Radcliffe Olympic. That's a 2pm kickoff because there's no uh, floodlights over at the Brickworks. And that's six against 7th. Highcombe Town are Lynx League action. They're away to Grimsby Borough Reserves at Wilton Road. That's second against 5th. Lincoln Moreland's Railway, they're away to Nettlem at Molson Park, that's third against eighth. Bingham Town, who we spoke to earlier, they're, play- they're at home to Cotgrave, that's first against tenth, and the way things are going, I think that'll probably be a win for the home side. Lincoln United, uh, Northern Premier League South East, they're away down um, to Kidsgrove Athletic, which I think's 
out towards Nantwich that way, is it? Cheshire? Kisgrove is, um, yeah. is where the daughter is these days, yes. Ah, so, yeah. well, there is good, good, ex- as well. good excuse for you to go yeah. out and cover yeah. that one yeah. for us then. 11th against 17th. Sleaford Town, United Counties, Premier Waiter, Northampton, Old Northamptonian <coughs> Chenex. Oh, very good. Yeah, and that's at Billing Road. That's 19th against 20th. Well, so let's that's... just hope they get a point from it. I'm just going <laughs> to stop you there because I'm running out of time very quickly. Um, Leeds Groundhopper. Um, yes. You're a bit of a ground hopper yourself, and uh, we'll talk about ground hoppers yes. another week. His weekend this week, Tony, you'll love this. He's going to see Crook Town against Willington. Lovely. Yeah. Moving on from that to see Cowden Beef against Broxburn <laughs> Athletic, and finish the week off with Hearts against Rangers. Well, that's a, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a nice trip. <laughs> I was going to say he needs to get out more, but. Uh... <laughs> What's your top match? Um, this week after that lot I think it's probably probably going to be flow serve to be honest that's the work game I'm probably going to go and watch this week I'm going to see some step 5 action but I may be tempted um, there may be somebody announces that there's a real ale bar somewhere and I might be uh, <laughs> going in a slightly different direction that right. was that like goalkeeping knowledge then <laughs> in, the, in the world in the world away from from football the hockey ladies ones hope to make it back to back victories they are going to Belper the twos are at home to Boots uh, with an 11am pushback while the all-conquering men's play Loughborough at the Magnus 2pm start. Rugby sees Newark at home to Ilkeston, 3 o'clock start, which is where I may well end up, Um, while the tennis men's second team are at home to West Bridgeford, and Regis Sugden is back in the boxing ring for the second time in eight days, would you believe? On Sunday, a busy day on Sunday, the rugby girls are on mass at Doncaster, the mixed first team for New York Tennis Club take on Lady Bay at one o'clock. For our runners, it's the Leicestershire Half and the Leicester 10K to be held at Pressworld Hall. And it's also the Forsby 10K. Um, Gary Atwood's RHP Under-16 Colts, a team that we um, we tend to follow, they are away to Cleethorpes. Um, wow. Cleethorpes are second. RHP have games in hand are third. And the kickoff is ten thirty. Well, they did very well on, on Sunday, a Sunday didn't they? morning. Yeah. Uh, they did. They did very well. The match of the weekend for me is one that you didn't mention. Newark Town ladies are playing Nottingham oh, Forest oh, yes. ladies in the <laughs> oh. County Cup, no less. Two p.m. kickoff at um, the Sports Village. Now, the Forest ladies have to play in the County Cups to gain admission into the FA Cup yeah. and they play in I think the second tier of the national settle that's right something yes. like that Newark yeah Newark playing about the second or third tier of the county league it should be a cricket score it won't be a cricket score because no. we met the Newark ladies last night <laughs> and they're an absolutely fantastic bunch and they're hell bent on going out there and enjoying it um, if you're not doing anything Sunday afternoon get yourself down to the sports league it's going to be a cracking cracking afternoon not only can you see nottingham forest play you can also see the newark town ladies come on the blues come on the blues exactly and and on that note we better say goodbye whatever you're doing enjoy it we'll see you all again and do it all again next week